Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Well, first off, I ought to definitely say that we have a a long time oldie but newie or newie but oldie uh you know Wyatt is um he's out sick and so Mr. Colton and he's at Coltman 11 on now is it the is it the, the twit tw- the twitosphere it's the twitosphere or is it the eximosphere uh oh shoot it is x now isn't it so <laughs> i still call it twitter though <laughs> so yeah so you know basically we're in your realm of expertise right now and that is the professional sports and and you you're you're the you're the hedge maker right sure yeah yeah yeah. so you know six weeks ago maybe more the rangers were in first place everywhere on the social media Mm -hmm. they were everywhere they were just crushing it they were way up six or seven games the astros were reeling for the first time since t-rex arm nelson Cruz. (laughs) yeah and uh and now all of a sudden, the Astros got healthy, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. And the Astros are now half game up over both the Mariners and the Rangers. Yeah, it's kind of funny that the Astros went from being the Lastros so long ago and now on a down year, air quote, for the Astros, they're still first in the AL West. Yeah. And, and a major comeback because, I mean, at, at the benefit of the Rangers kind of <laughs> falling off, you know, it, it, it's been... They've taken advantage of the opportunity the Astros have. Well, the Astros have had now since this since they got healthy, they've had two head to heads with the Rangers, two series. Mm-hmm. And I mean the run differential's like nine thousand to four. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it's the, you know, and and I'm pretty sure that there's nobody with a TV in the dugout anymore. So mm-hmm. the, the there's you know, no trash cans banging <laughs> in the center field. There's nothing crazy like that. You know. But also uh, like the Rangers started off so hot. Mm-hmm. That knowing baseball, 
you see it and you're like, well, enjoy it while it lasts because mm-hmm. that's not how the baseball season works. It's not. It's it's a hundred and sixty something thousand thousand million games. Yeah. Um, they're halfway through. It's and, the ebbs and flows. Yeah. If you're an emotional sports watcher, professional baseball is not for you. <laughs> no, it is not. You just watch the playoffs and that's it. Yep. Uh, and and you know, um, it is exciting. Um, because the playoffs are set up now. Uh, that. A couple teams get a shot mm-hmm. in each division, so you know, so the Rangers could still play their way in if they if they they'll, they'll probably find a way to slide their way into the wild card and then maybe make a little noise that way. I mean, you would have to think that they're going to be one of the better wild card options. Oh, I mean, I I think so, but again, it's halfway through the season, yeah. an injury here, a trade there, and, and the whole all, season changes. And they're also only half a game back. Yeah, like it's not. They didn't fall off the face of the earth and are just losing every game possible. They, I mean, they're still fighting for a spot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And with yeah, a lot of season yeah. to go. A lot of season to go. And the, you know, the Astros are just on a hot streak right now. Does it last the whole season? We'll see. Um, I, I think the world, I think life is better when the Astros are doing better, so yep. I'm okay with that. But I know for a fact in the state of Texas mm-hmm. that it is better when the Dallas Cowboys are better. Yeah. And they have started the season on the first two games 70 to 10 it's kind of like the rangers you know uh start off really hot can they sustain it i football's a little different it is it is it's a shorter season and once you get that rolling and you're kind of in your groove you're there you know and only two other teams have started with the first two games being 70 to 10 differential yeah and that's the 2019 um world champion New England Patriots, mm-hmm. Patriots, 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 <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, so, so, and again, I, I am the first one to say that I have discussed my displeasures with Mr. Prescott mm-hmm. for, I like him. I think he's a great through the twenties. I tell you what, um, new Mr. Coordinator, coach, new Prescott. coach McCarthy's, uh, twisted the, the game plan around. He's, he's given him his, his, uh, Football, as far as he's taking the the deep ball away, unless it's there, there, mm-hmm. play action deep, you know, here and there, but he's letting his defense win. And Dak, Dak, he's making good decisions. He hasn't. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't watched intently because I, you know, I'm, I am a PTSD cowboy fan, yeah. but I have watched both games, You're and I, and I haven't seen bad any bad decisions mm-hmm. from him. It so, also helps when your running back Tony Pollard is running like a madman. And even, you know, Deuce Vaughn is pitched in here and there. I mean, the running game looks good. And that was something we were worried about, you know, Pollard coming off of that broken leg. I was unsure if he was going to be the same running back, but he looks great. He looks really good. He looks strong. He's 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 fighting through blocks. He's mm-hmm. got an explosion. Um, so I, I again. Didn't lose any of the cut, any of the speed. I mean, I, he, he looks great. I'm not calling Super Bowl champion yet. Um, because they're not the Longhorns. I called the Super. I call the national championship for the Longhorns. But I am not calling Super Bowl champion yet for, you know, your Dallas Cowboys. But I am telling you that this is not last year's Dallas Cowboys. No, and it's the past three years or so that defense has been there. They've been really good. They've kept mm-hmm. them in games, but you've had the you know turnovers, mm-hmm. costly turnovers, and they've never been able to put it together for a full season on offense. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a defense that is even better. Micah Parsons is ungodly. I mean, he he's, he looks like a robot out there. I, I heard someone on a podcast the other day describe it as it looks like he's running routes against offensive linemen, <laughs> like setting them up outside, 
being quick on the inside and just them not even touching him. Oh. It, it's it's beautiful to watch. That first sack he did just that. He pushed up like three steps and then he just ran underneath the middle and there was no one, no one. in the middle. And the quarterback just looks up and he sees Michael Parsons kind of right in his face. And he he's on that Miles Garrett level. He he's not he's not a position. He's not. Mm-hmm. He can line up anywhere on that defensive line and go at any one of those offensive linemen. Yeah. Because did you see the other day Miles Garrett drib- pretend dribbling a basketball over the center? He was standing up and he was just kind of pretending to dribble between his legs, and then he just blew past him and sacked the quarterback. I did not. I mean, see he's just that. out there having fun against yeah. professional athletes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, so the question I have is the 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 Cowboys' amazing start. Mm-hmm. It's a new offense, but it's not. It's the West Coast, and mm-hmm. the West Coast has been around for decades. Yeah. I mean, Bill Walsh created it, you know, back in the nineties. Yeah. Um, but the use of how they use the West Coast is start. They're starting to put some film mm-hmm. together, and so does anyone pick up? On does yeah, are they going to be able to to continue this role as more film gets put out, or is it you know? Because make no mistake, the 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 defensive coordinators get paid a lot of money for a reason too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They also added some good weapons. I mean, they've they've got more weapons than they've had recently. They added Brandon Cooks over from Houston. Mm-hmm. So that's another valuable wide receiver, you know, next to C D Lamb. You've got Michael a healthy mm-hmm. Michael Gallup now. Yeah, looks good too. Gallup looks good. Ferguson and he starts with a J, his last name. I can't remember <laughs> the tight ends. There there's always a good tight end with the Cowboys, but I mean, everyone looks good. Everyone mm-hmm. looks in sync. So there is the film that's coming for sure, but maybe they have some sort of you know, hitch within that offense where they can go a different direction if people do start to get that film on them. Yep. We'll, hoping. We'll find out because I will tell you that every 49er fan just believes it's just it's just a weekend and that, you know, when when it comes push comes to shove, the 49ers are going to walk all over us. That's what they all tell me every single time I meet them. And it could happen. Yep. Hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And we will see you all in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house. 
Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Well, hello, everyone. It is definitely, um, what do we want to call it? Uh, um, real estate interesting time. That um, That's a way to describe it. It is. I mean, there's just a lot going on right now. Um, and, and we are trying to, we're trying to understand what's going on, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. And what's out there is it, it's, it's a mixed bag. And, and, and unfortunately, our housing industry Every time it starts to to get it back up on its feet, it takes just a big old gut punch mm-hmm. and then falls right back down. And and um, what's the gut punch this time around? Well, you know, the last couple of months, the the closed sales have have either equaled last year mm-hmm. month over month, or you know, year over year month, or you know, have exceeded by a percent. So you know, the August numbers were one percent higher year over year than August of 2022 as far as the sales. So it seems like we'd hit that bottom. We're starting to move our way back up. And mm-hmm. um, everybody was feeling good, thought the the numbers were starting to settle and we can kind of get some. And then, boom, Jerome Powell comes out and says, hey, we didn't raise the Fed rate this month, but we're going to raise it this year. And there's only two sessions left, so it's either October or November. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, right when the housing market, you know, people start getting out, people start calling, doing things, all of a sudden, Jerome Powell comes in and punches it right in the stomach again, and it just falls right back on its knee. Yep. And um, which is is good and bad, you know. Unfortunately, because right now, you know, everybody keeps going. What what's going to happen to the the home sales price? That's the biggest question I get right now. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen to the sales price. Mm-hmm. And my answer is that what has happened in 2023 is going to continue to happen until rates fall and then it's going to get even worse mm-hmm. or or yeah worse is better depending on who you are yeah um because there's a creation of around 2 million families a year through marriage and aging in and things like that mm-hmm. so we're adding around 2 million new home buyers to the market every single year with with um you know immigration and marriages like i said and all that sort of stuff um well this year we are going to build about 1.4 million homes new builds yeah nice 900,000 of those are going to be single family mm-hmm. so the other 400,000 so we're not even keeping up the other 400,000 like townhomes townhomes like, condos, condos okay. apartments stuff like that gotcha. <clears throat> so um you know so we're not even keeping up with the basic basic need mm-hmm. of 2 million we need to be at 2 million just to be at a net loss of zero yep um because right now we're already you know we've talked about this in the past but we're already close to 3 Four, five, three to five million homes short. Yep. If we we if we could just had about five more million homes in the market, then we would have what we call an equilibrium surplus so, of buyers. Yeah, and so we're it's, it's it's hard to sell your home for less if there are four people trying to buy it for more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. no matter what the rates are, because the half twos 
are still out there. And what I call the have tos, um, you know, new job, new family, you know, a new divorce. I have to, I have to buy a home right now. They, they are, they are more have to buys than there are homes available. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're getting homes right now. If it's, if it's a nor, if it's a median sales price or below, that home is going under multiple offers, four or five offers. Yeah. Um, you know, so would you say it's as competitive as COVID times? No, not even close, not even close, not even close because, um, right now there's a lot of people not buying, mm-hmm. right? Even, you know, but these are just the ones that have to buy. So yeah. the have to buys are still outweighing the current inventory. Um, and so that's, that's kind of why everybody keeps thinking the house prices, everybody keeps telling me they've they've been listening to the mainstream media about how the housing price is going to fall. It's just the the laws of supply and demand are being are being you know proven over and over and over again. We're gonna have right now. We've had almost seven percent appreciation in the Greater Austin area in twenty twenty three, right? And everybody and all you hear about houses, you know, all price drop is on. They're just asking too much. Yeah. In the beginning, they're selling it for more mm-hmm. than they bought it for. They're just not selling it for as much as they want to. Yeah, you're not getting the fifty thousand over asking price right, right. now. You're getting. More than what the house is worth, mm-hmm. but less than what you're asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and and that's what's going on. Um. And so that's why the 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 depreciation or the lack of appreciation is not going to happen. The how you know it may here there's ebbs and flows you know uh, on the way up, but mm-hmm. it's still it's still on the way up. Um, <clears throat> median sales price is four hundred sixty thousand. That is seven percent less than a year from now or a year ago. Right, so everybody's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. they went down." No, that just means that there were more homes sold below four hundred and sixty thousand, yeah. you know, this year than last year. Mm-hmm. Because last year, you know, rates were lower and people were buying six, seven hundred thousand dollars houses. That's just not happening right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, there the the market from you know one hundred to you know four hundred is very, very, very active. Um, there's just not a lot of inventory in that market, so people aren't. Uh, you know, aren't able to buy that. And when yeah. they do find a home, they are having to to go to war. I have um some people, that, this lady called me and she's like, one of my realtors, she's like, hey, I found one. She goes, it is so below market value right now. <laughs> she goes, we need an offer. We need to get pre-approved. We need to get an offer now. I'm like, so we got them one. And they put an offer in on it. And all of a sudden it was, hey, I got 10 offers. So I need your highest and best. And then they went to fighting over a home. Right. And yep. so by marking it so far below market value, he created a frenzy for that home and it ended up going way more than market value. That's a tactic. That was that a very good tactic. That was, that was a very good tactic. tactic. You know, and that's what a lot of people are asking me. So if now is a good time to buy and the now is a good time to buy because, you know, 6% in 400,000, that's $24,000. Mm-hmm. So in two years, your house, your $400,000 house is going to be 480000 right? Um, you know, getting it now, refinancing it, <clears throat> saving money yeah. uh, on the refinance and things like that, you know, is important. One of the things everybody asks me is what is working in this market for buyers and or sellers, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wants to know what's, what's making homes sell. And what I have seen is what we have, or I say we, Colton actually created this name. Um, it was the drop it to lock it program. So you drop the rate to lock it. And, and so what it is is that the sellers are paying the the points at before the buyer makes an offer mm-hmm. on the home. So the seller's saying, hey, if I spend X amount of dollars, um, what would the interest rate be? And so we tell them, hey, the interest rate. And they say, well, what would it take to get the interest rate into the fives? 
we tell them, right? And so they say, okay, well, then let's do that. I will spend that money to buy down the rate as part of the closing costs, mm-hmm. and I will, I will get that rate. So then we are advertising on social media and things like that. Hey, this house, this weekend, if you buy this house this weekend, your interest rate will be mm-hmm. – you know, 5.75, 5.875. And people are jumping on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, I've seen it yeah. firsthand. Like, I, I'm, an, I'm a loan officer assistant for a few LO, and we've gotten probably four or five clients within the last week or two mm-hmm. that are all over it. Yeah. I mean, because right now, think about it. Nobody's paying attention, but the rates are over eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened quick. Yep. It happened overnight. Once, um, once the Fed had said that they're going to raise the rates again, mm-hmm. the rates jumped up fast yeah i mean it was the rates look like they just kind of steadied and settled and you were kind of like hey we might get some downward trend and then yeah over. 699 was pretty consistent yeah. there for a second I was yeah. like, oh hey yeah. look yeah. there yeah and then it jumped to yep. eight in a couple of weeks yep. um and it happened so fast nobody knows about it yet because then the media is always a week behind mm-hmm. so next week the media is gonna say hey rates might have touched eight again but by that time that happens we'll be back into the low seventh yeah it's very it's very it's 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 annoyingly weird and this was the type of program that our company specifically was losing out to others on mm-hmm. yeah. you know and now that we're doing it the business is coming. Yeah. And one of the things what we've done that makes this program better than a lot of other programs is that there's no cost to the seller. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, some of our competitors, they're offering something similar to this, but they're, they're locking and they're requiring 1%. So if it's a $410,000 house, they're yeah. requiring $4,100 from the seller. To lock that loan. Yeah. No, to lock that just loan. Just to lock. Oh, just wow. to lock the loan. And so we're not. We are. What we're doing, we're floating it through the weekend. So that rate is only good that weekend. Mm-hmm. But we guarantee it till noon on Monday. So wow. so if you go under contract over the weekend, you get that rate as long as you meet those specific you know criteria. Have the weekend to stew on it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And then because we, we're taking the risk, mm-hmm. you know, because if the rate changes a lot, because we start this on Thursday evening. So if the rate changes a lot on Friday or that Monday, the you know we take that risk, yep. and uh, so we, that's as far as we want to expose ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's like I said, there's there's no upfront cost to the sellers. Yep. Um, it's part of the closing cost concessions, uh, and so there's no cost per se to the to the buyer. Um, and it's it's a great program, and it's getting buyer. I mean, can you imagine right now what people are paying eight percent? You're paying a rate of five point seven five. Yeah, it's chumming the water. You put a five out there, and you're like, hey, look at this. Yeah. Um. So, and it, you know, and again, at that point, there's no reason to refinance. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rates would have to get into the fours for you to refinance. So that's going to so, take another mass. Yeah. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not put that out. There. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like I said, the rates would have to get to you know the fours to to have a reason to refinance. So there's no reason to refinance. And again, if you get the home now, mm-hmm. four hundred thousand dollar house at six percent, there's some places Zillow is saying ten percent appreciation in yeah. Central Texas. So six percent in two years is forty eight thousand dollars. You saved forty eight thousand dollars by buying the house now. Yeah, and you're getting. You're getting next year's rate, and is it is it something that costs you more upfront as a buyer? No, it's no the the seller is paying it, yeah. and the seller is agreeing that to pay it. You know, and so that's a and you're not gonna get yeah. a seller to agree to pay anything when rates fall in the fives because then it's gonna become what do we call it? Katie bar the door. You know, yeah. it's gonna be a free for all. Yep. Hey everyone, you've been listening to Troy and Colton with the Home Team. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage. We'll return houses into homes by financing your
American dream. See you in a minute. Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Well, Colton, Welcome back. First off, thank you, thank you. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a month or two or it's three or six back. since you know you been were a here. Year and a half since you're here to <laughs> grace us. You know, so uh, if you have any questions and you'd like to get a hold of uh, Colton, he's at, at Coltman11. Uh, On I don't X. I don't know if that's Xing or Twittering or I don't know what it is. Is it Twixting? Twixting. Twixting. Yeah, yeah you're Sounds twixting. like a candy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you can always reach out to you know Wyatt because you know y'all Wyatt's sick. And he's not here, and you can reach out to him on the Facebook. We miss you, Wyatt. Yeah, that's the Home Team Five One Two. And if you uh, if you're a podcast kind of person, that's the the YouTube channel is the Home Team Five One Two. So uh, so we basically have a little bit for everybody to digest. And so well, this is important stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Jerome Powell, um, the Fed Chairman, he's the the Chairman, he's the Speaker and a voting member. Uh, elected the board elected to not raise the fed prime rate this right this month so that went from so it's right now it's five and a quarter to five and a half right Mm -hmm. and it's been that way for 60 days okay um and so everybody believed believes that that was the last rate hike Mm -hmm. He had been throwing out this five and a quarter thing for a while and was trying to get there. And we were, everybody was hoping he would have stopped at four, seven, five, but he kept going. Now he's at the five and a quarter. Um, and so the thought was he would stop at this point. And so the, that's why if you noticed like a couple weeks ago, mortgage rates started to come down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there started to be a feeling of, I don't want to say content, but that's, you know, we're starting to relax, you know, in the mortgage industry. We're, we felt we'd kind of broken orbit. We were going to hit a streak and mm-hmm. we were going to, you know, kind of be a normal market again. Yep. And so he, you know, Mr. Powell does his thing, says, hey, it's been remained. It's, you know, we're going to leave it. Un, we're going to unchanged. You know, nothing's going to happen this month and everything. So, you know, and all that. And then at the very end of his speech, but he goes, but we're going to have one more hike this year. <laughs> And I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, just, and then walks off kind of thing. And um, mortgage rates have jumped a half a percent since his speech. And that is because um, we're very confused. Yeah. And, and, you know, whether it's needed or not is, is unimportant. It's whether or not they are going to do it. There are some people that are of the camp that this is just kind of a, uh, a scare tactic mm-hmm. like they're not really planning on changing it um but they're just they just want to scare people so yeah. people don't relax too soon well, it seems more as a like a not if but when type of thing yeah. like i don't think they think he's bluffing yes okay. they think he's bluffing to to prevent people from from relaxing and going and thinking they've, they've gotten past it right mm-hmm. um uh i know that a lot of regional size banks are struggling because 
in a year and a half, we went from zero a quarter to five and a quarter in base cost of funds. Okay. And that, that is a huge jump in 16 months because banks will have two or three year bonds and things like that. So they have their money lent out and it's all at, you know, 2%, 2.5%, you know, things like that. And so they're they're not able to their money that they have out they can't bring it back in because you know cost of penalties and things like that and reinvest it into something that's going to bring them four or five percent. Um, so banks they're 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 they've been struggling. A lot of mid-sized banks that are not small because the small banks can maneuver a little bit faster, and then they're not big because they have so much yep. money that they can spread their their losses out and it'd be okay. But those mid-sized banks, they're the ones that are being they're the ones that are the ones that are the four that went out were, were mid-sized banks. They were regional West Coast mid-sized banks. Okay. Um, there are other banks that are struggling on this, and so the, the I think that they need him to pause more so than anyone else yeah. because I think they they need to catch up. And so they have to, as their money's coming off of these other certificates and things like that, they're able to reinvest them in the market, but it's killing the regional size banks because if I can go to another bank that's paying 5% on their savings account, why would I stay at mine that's paying one and a half? Yeah. Right. Um, and so their pu- money's being pulled out of these these banks that were invested in safer investments. Mm-hmm. The money's being taken away from them and put into others. So like, you know, most of my funds are now with, you know, a money guy. Yeah. Right. Because they're just paying more. They're 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 not short term or they're, you know, they're they're not locked into these short term kind of things. And so they're paying more. They're paying over five yeah. percent. And, you know, my savings account was paying one and a quarter. Why would I leave that money there? I mean, it's literally four yeah. percent of month. Of money that I'm just not getting. Yeah. And all I have to do is, you know, write a check. That's yeah. it. It's, it's money you're literally choosing not to have. Right. Yeah. And, and so that that is reducing the the liquidity of these regional-sized banks. And so there's, there could be some things like that. The good thing, um, I think, that the government has realized is that they have to they have to take care of these banks. Because when those West Coast banks went out... Mm-hmm. There were a lot of investors or bank, you know, and, you know, to people. There were a lot of people that had money over the FDIC insured number, right? So the so the banks, if you go there, they guarantee up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Okay. So if the bank fails and you've got four hundred thousand dollars in there, you get two hundred fifty back, right? And so there was a big concern. There were a lot of people, and so if and the 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 government made sure that every depositor was made one hundred percent whole, mm-hmm. right? And at first, a lot of people that don't have a lot of money were like, that's just not fair. You know, why did you, you know, spend that money there and, and you know, and all that sort of stuff. And I get the, I get the concept. But in, in actuality, can you imagine if those three banks, or it was two in one weekend, right, mm-hmm. went out and the people that had a lot of money in there lost that money? What would have happened to the run on all the other banks? Yeah. I mean, any... Any bank, any person that had more than 250, and there's a lot, yeah. all of their money would have been taken out yeah. right then. Yeah. And we could have had bank failures all across the country. Yeah. Um, and people weren't thinking that deep into it. So whether you agree or disagree with the thought process, the results were the right idea because yeah, yeah. we've only had two more failures since then. And it was, it was, a, very, it was a very catching time. It was, there was a lot going on at that moment. How close was it? I mean, like I said, over the weekend, the government, if they had decided not to cover, 
back because then then I mean every person with money in a FDIC insured institution over two hundred fifty thousand would have taken all their money out, mm-hmm. and and they would have moved it somewhere else, and 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 that's what caused the bank to go under was that it was it wasn't. It wasn't bad loans or bad investments. It was people taking their money out so fast. They took all their money out. They couldn't match. They couldn't meet the money required to send the money out, and they had to fold. That's a good thing the government wasn't like, hey, we just lost $20 billion. We can't really cover this one. (laughs) I I heard a sad fact today um, that the national debt is over $33 trillion. I don't think they would have noticed twenty billion. No, they didn't. <laughs> We're twenty billion. I could have sworn I had twenty billion sitting here, um, and and you know, but you know, so what's this mean to to you and me? Mm-hmm. I mean, what's this really mean to you and me? This means to you and me that the the basic, sound fundamental principles are still the same. Yeah. Um. You know, don't spend more than you have. Yeah trillion dollars in credit card debt. The average credit card interest rate now is like 24%. Yeah. And there's a trillion dollars in credit card debt at 24%. Wow. <laughs> um so, you know, what's the average credit card debt right now? It was like 8800 the last time I checked. I, I I do not I have not checked that in a while. So, let's just see. Average I'm below. We're credit good. card debt. Oh, do you think it'll understand CC? It could. Ooh. The Google. The Google. Oh, seventy three hundred dollars in twenty twenty two. So I am sure it, it's more than that now. Yeah, I can guarantee you it is. So um yeah, seventy six hundred dollars. So it's like close to eight thousand dollars. Um that's the average. Now, there are people like me that have none, and so that means somebody to offset that has to have sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's few and far and in between. Yeah, and you know, so um, but that's you know, the the recipe look i can't tell everyone how to succeed but i can sure tell you how to fail yeah right and how to fail is to to spend more than you make um and not save not have a budget um you know buy things to impress people yeah. um those are those are I, I can tell you exactly how to fail mm-hmm. you know i I've, I've made all these mistakes yeah um, and I know, and you know, them cause you've done them. I know. And you know, so I've been on both sides. I've, I've kept up with the Joneses and, you know, lived paycheck to paycheck, making good money. And I have told the Joneses, I don't care what they do. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I like that way much better, you know, because as the market has shifted and changed and, you know, come down and everything else, I, it has not affected me personally. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my finances are in order. I yeah. save. I, you know, I don't go in debt unless I have to sort of thing, you it's know. Kind of and it's only if, real estate. It's kind of as if not keeping up with the Joneses in the long run ends up making you the Joneses. Yes. I, I mean, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, but, you know, the, also, the I think the biggest thing that people need to understand is that this is not – Mark Zuckerberg or something like that. This is Jeff Bezos. Everybody looks at Jeff Bezos, but nobody realizes that he started this in the late 80s, early 90s, and he he, li- he lived paycheck to paycheck, and, gave, and it was a long, long, long process. Yeah. 
And that's what it is. It's it's steady. It's disciplined. It's boring. It's doing what needs to be done over and over and over again until it finally pays off. Because com- powdered Gatorade. Yeah, powdered Gatorade. <laughs> Long story there. You know, but it is. And those are the things you have to you have to understand that you know, compound interest doesn't work until you give it time. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Well, Colton, we've, um, we went into real estate today uh, as far as appreciation, the interest rates, what's the future, what's going on now, a lot going on in that segment. So uh, definitely if you missed it, you know, go to, go to wherever you get your podcasts and and, uh, and and take a listen to it. And we went over the interest rates, especially the, and, and what it, how it affects you in the money segment. We also went over the, the tried and true methods of how you take care of yourself in any market. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, and let's just think about this. If you're living below your means and then your means fall, you're still all right. right. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, so I can't save 30% of my income. Now I can only save 5%. Still saving. But, you know, or, you know, I've been saving 30% for years. Now I can't save any for for a year. But you're still all right. You're still all right. You know, you're not, you're not going into credit card debt to, to change your tires and things yeah. like that, you know? So lots of advantages. Please take a listen. If you, you know, if you have any questions or anything, or, you know, like I said, you can always reach out to me, but, uh, with that work that we've done, you know, cause you got to do your work before you can have fun. And this is definitely, um, the funner, not funnier, the funner. Most fun. Yes. Okay. Most fun. I know. College kids, you know, uh, that there is. And that is when, can you remember when the Longhorns were ranked in the top three? Now, two thousand nine, right? They were only <laughs> now We've we're only three moments. games into the season, okay? But that's still fourteen years old. Do you yeah. know that um, there are kids in middle school that have never seen this? Yeah, I was twelve. Yeah, I was twelve. Or shoot, yeah, I was between ten and thirteen. Yeah, yes. I was somewhere around there. Aggie math, y'all. Yeah, Aggie math. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, and so the best part to me is that I do actually have a friend of mine who is a huge Florida State, Florida State alum, the whole thing. And so to walk in and say, hey, what's up, number four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was not happy with me. But, you know, I don't think that matters. It, it, it doesn't matter where you are at the beginning. It matters where you end um, sure. for sure. Um, after three weeks of football, I know one thing for sure. I know that this team has the ability to beat every team left on its schedule. Yeah, we've gotten, you know, 
I don't want to say the toughest test, but the toughest test that we had this year was Alabama mm-hmm. at Alabama, and we did it. Yeah. You know, and we did it with flying colors. Yeah. You know, a double-digit win, like I predicted, mm-hmm. over in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. You know, it's um, every game from here on out, though, it's we would have to beat ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's going to Baylor at anybody's home field is always, you know, difficult. Yeah. But the whopping 45,000 people yelling over in Waco this weekend, I don't think are going to have much of an effect on Texas. I don't. I mean, let's think about this. We've got at Baylor, at TCU, at Iowa State. Yep. And that's it. At Houston. At Houston. There is. Let's say I thought there was one more. And at Houston. Uh, and that's it. And so the TCU, it's TCU. Yeah. They've, they've, they're Lost like, a lot. They're like 15 and one against us over the last four years. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's always, yeah, for some reason they're always difficult. <laughs> um, you know, um, but, 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 you know, but that's, I mean, and then, you know, our toughest games are K State and Kansas. And they think you'd say that. <laughs> and they're coming here. Yeah. So, I mean, that's at this point in the season. It bodes, now. it bodes well for us that the two toughest tests are still at home. Yeah. And the nice thing about this team is that right now, I don't think the loss of one player on offense and one player on defense affects any game, even quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, don't, don't be wrong, knock on wood. But I'm just, but our backups are nice. Yeah. They're very nice. I, I hope on everything that we keep our starters healthy and that Quinn makes it all the way through the season. But he goes down, Malik Murphy's next, and he's looked great. Yeah. Like, I know he's only got, he's got a minimal amount of experience, but God, he looks good. If you haven't seen him in person, that, yeah. The ball jumps out oh, of his yeah. hands, and he is accurate, oh, and yeah. he is big. I mean, that's the only true question mark as far as backups mm-hmm. go. Um, but every every single position mm-hmm. has somebody behind them that has proven they can play the game, except quarterback. But yeah. I'm telling you what, I'm with you. I, I think I don't. I don't think Quinn going out is the difference of our season. Like no. I did, like last year, it 100 percent was for sure. Um, you know, he needed those reps, everything else, you know, but I don't think so this year. I mean, even in our secondary, uh, I mean, they're, they're just running kids in and out left and right. I mean, it's like, you can't even keep up. Yeah. I mean, you've got a freshman cornerback who's so good that they had to start him. Yeah. So you've got a, not a senior, but a guy that has experience Mm -hmm. sitting behind a freshman right now. So. And playing too. Yeah. Yeah. That freshman goes down. You've got a experienced talented guy coming in at behind him yeah it's the first time in a long time that the two deep there's not much drop off yeah and what's nice about that is that you know the the reason why freshmen don't have a lot of success in the secondary is because over the course of a game the offensive coordinator learns how to expose a freshman Mm -hmm. right well now he just plays a series or two then he's out a series or two and then he's in so he's getting coached hey you did this you did this so as the game's going on the freshman is getting better during the game it's as if there is (laughs) development from this coaching staff i mean like throughout a game there's development let alone a season but through a game there's development it's it's awesome to see you know i was kind of was kind of iffy on Sark whenever he got hired. I didn't know much about him. I thought they should have given Herman another year, but it's turned out really well. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's this is his third year here, mm-hmm. and he's got us to a top three program in the entire country, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's from work from CDC is amazing. The game day experience is second to none. I mean, I oh my gosh, it's insane. So 
Wait, I, I, I completely forgot about that, and I don't know how, but um, if you did not attend the game, the, the Longhorns now have a light show that, that is very common in, the, in college football now. They got but the burn orange LED lights all over the place. They had a drone show that was, oh my goodness. It was sitting behind us doing Texas Fight, <laughs> and it was putting the Longhorn in the middle of the sky. It was, <laughs> it was just, there was a floating... Longhorn doing a twisting in the sky, and then it would all of a sudden turn to the hook'em, and then yeah. it was just a big explosion. It was. Just- I saw it on the <clears throat> jumbotron, and I was like, "Is that real?" So I turned around, and I could see the very tip top of it, and I was like, "Holy moly, that's!" Yeah. It was unexpected. It was awesome to see. I mean, it was. They've done great. They've gotten yeah. the coaches there that needed to be there as an entire athletic program. It's it's been awesome to see. And you know something that I don't think anybody's talking about yet. But against Alabama, now, there were two or three plays that if the quarterback hits them, they're big plays. Yeah. But he missed them. But he had two long plays. 14 of his 24 points came on two, you know, you know, just kind of, I, I don't want to say fluke, but they were, you know, they were, yeah. you know, they weren't really busted plays, but they were, they, you know, but he had two long plays, right? So you take those two long plays out, you take that long play out against Wyoming, I mean, this team. If you don't have a total this, of like three plays the entire season, it's yeah, only three games, but yeah, but that's it. you know, I mean, Rice was a uh, thirty-one to ten, and that seven that seven points was scored late in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. with third stringers in there. Um, it was what thirty-one to ten against, uh, or twenty uh, thirty-seven to ten against mm-hmm. uh, Wyoming, but yeah. or maybe I've got them backwards now, but. You you had to think the seven was uh was a was a one yard was a one play yeah um busted you know kind of deal and they after that they didn't you know running back hit the hole and he was gone That's yeah and it was it. just it was just kind of you know and that was it it was but they've cleaned that up, immediately cleaned that up and, and you know so I mean this and then is, went on to do three and a half quarters of scoreless football yeah yeah I mean it was this was a it was it, it, the deep nobody's giving credit to D to the defense I, I think everybody's talking about Quinn and the ball or for sure for sure but I th- we may be watching one of the best defensive performances that we're, we've seen in a long time yeah no, no no without a doubt we're watching it I mean there's like there's talent flying all mm-hmm. over the place we've got I think three interceptions through three games like we're, we're getting turnovers at a high rate we've recovered fumbles everyone's on the same page defensively mm-hmm. You know, whenever there's no busted coverages, really, knock on wood. There, no. I mean, they were beat. They yeah. were now. Whether, Jaron Thompson's yeah. not as fast as Burton from Alabama. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It was, literally yeah. it. Yeah, and, you know, um, it's it's been very exciting. I yeah. mean, it, it. You know, the last time I believe I can remember a defense this strong was 05. Yeah, and it starts on the line. Yeah, that that defensive line is nasty. You've got a freshman going in there who's a linebacker slash edge, Anthony Hill. Mm-hmm. Who makes people look silly? I mean, you've got kids fast. Yeah, Tavondre Sweat, who's I mean, his stock has risen to where he's being projected as a late first round pick now. Yeah, I mean, this was a three star guy, who I mean, Texas did it again—a three star coming out of nowhere and being incredible. It's just, it's fun to watch. It's a defense that's fun to watch for the first time in a really long in time. in a long time. Yeah, and it's it is, and you know, because the worst part about the the growing pains. Uh, that first year under this defense was the busted coverages, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, basically I was told that 
you know, PK system is a little bit more complicated yep. and it takes a little bit longer to get. And that's why freshmen and first year players don't have as much success in his defense as other defenses, mm-hmm. right? And he says, but once his defense is rolling, it's effective. It's you remember because I told you he he never gave up a thirty points in the Pac twelve. Yeah, not right. Yeah, in the Pac twelve, and that's all they do is throw the football. Yeah. They score, score, score. They win fifty to fifty. Yeah. You know, um, and so and he never had a thirty point game. So he, he you know, the it's the, as if hanging on to a coach for more than a year or two goes a long way. And we've had a very stable, stable, you know, and so it, it's, if you're a Longhorn fan, I've been saying this for about six months that it is about to get fun. And so far, it's really been a lot of fun. It's been a great time. Hook them. Hook them. Hey, you've been listening to the home team with Troy and uh, Colton. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard and seen so far. So if you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. See you next week. Welcome home. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.